0: Welcome in, Dynasty League Talk Podcast, episode 10. Hello, boys and girls. Evan, say hello. Hello, fellas. You upgraded them from boys and girls, huh? Yep. Give them a good old And When you say fellows, is fellows, is that gender neutral or? um? I'm
1: not sure, but if I was around a group of boys, I'd say, sup, fellas. If I was around a group of guy and girls, I'd be like, Hey fellas. And if I was around some girls, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't do those anymore. So
0: I definitely call a group of girls ladies. <laughs> yes. a lot of ladies yes. in my workplace. Yes.
1: <laughs> I did yeah, that's actually the go to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, according to Spotify analytics, we do have one female listener. So has she been I'm listening
1: like- to like the consecutive episodes?
0: I'm nearly positive Will's logged in under Spotify as a female, but I can't confirm that yet. <laughs> well,
1: maybe I could check his stuff for him at uh, Two Tones
0: You he show me his phone. I can check. <laughs> yeah, check his stuff for us, Evan, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, back to Dynasty Football here. On today's podcast, we're reviewing uh, Zach Haberman's, uh, a.k.a. Hob Solo's team. Um, we'll kind of start off going through the positions like we normally do start with the QB positions here. Um, he's got a lot of no names that don't really matter. And then a few studs here. So Kyler Murray, uh, sorry, it's down his tax squad there. Justin Herbert, Carson Wentz, who we all know he has. And then I would say Marcus Mariota is, uh, is worth talking about. Uh, other than that, you know, Nick Mullins, Josh Rosen and Mason Rudolph. I don't think we need to talk about it at all.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'd agree there. Um, it's interesting. Uh, Carson Wentz had a pretty, uh, pretty uh, bad year, but he still scored in the limited games he played. Two hundred and thirteen fantasy points. Um, looks like he did uh, the most rushing he's ever done and TD production from rushing uh, that this year. Uh, so he uh, he had uh, more attempts. Uh, he had just as many attempts as he did in that 2017 season. Three less actually. Uh, threw for uh, 800 yards less, uh, threw for uh, uh, 10, 15, 16, 16, uh, 16, 15 less touchdowns. And he threw eight more interceptions and he just rushed the ball for five more touchdowns. So interesting. interesting stuff. I mean, is,
0: is 213 even a good number? Drew Lock scored just under 200. I mean, how interested are we in that number there? That's not that's very good. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty bad for a quarterback, actually. <laughs> and they were both missed. They both missed a good chunk of games. So I mean, I know that that'll be an argument Hobbs will make. Um, because because Carson Wentz was benched not because he was hurt. Right. Drew Lock was actually hurt.
1: Geez, oh yeah. But, what uh, am I thinking? Jalen Hurts had 112 points in just like what four games.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't think 213 is very good. I mean, we were tearing apart Jason because Cam Newton and oh, Big Ben scored like 270. Sorry, Jason. Damn. Yeah. I mean, if we're looking through it, I mean, Jesus, Gardner Minshew scored 165. Like, that's not Damn. all that much less.
1: And Never mind, Hobbs. In, Carson Went sucks games. more than
0: I thought. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, that brings him in at QB 22. I know he missed games, but I don't know, man. I don't. I think you. I think you oversold it a little bit.
1: Yeah, I guess I was a little over optimistic there, having Jonathan Taylor on my team. that I guess I just had nothing to look forward to.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is a much better O line. It is. It is his previous head coach. Yes, I think there's we'll some form of optimism here. Um, the problem is, Hobbs is trying to return capital gain on him and. Until he shows it for like half a season, it's not going to be there. Yeah, so. you
1: know, you know what Carson Wentz and Tupac have in common?
0: They're both dead.
1: No, well, um, yeah, maybe we don't know that for sure, but all eyes are on them, right?
0: Okay, all right. You know,
1: all eyes on
0: me, right? Sorry, I threw you for a loop there. No, no problem. <laughs> well, we'll be back to his good players, so <laughs> Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert. Wow, yeah, obviously, both. Both studs. Yeah. Um, I would say Kyler Moore is probably a blue chip player here. Yep. If we use my definition here, don't you think? Yep. He
1: is the definition of, of the Konami code quarterback. Um, he's he definitely, uh, he does it um a lot with his legs like he's just like a he's like literally on a joystick 600 or 819 rushing yards and 11 rushing touchdowns last year are you kidding me that'd, that'd be great for rb2 i mean people will take that so couple that with 3900 uh passing yards and 26 touchdowns i mean he's great to have um the only problem with uh kyler is is you know sometimes he still has some passes um He's short and sometimes it does affect him. I mean, let's be honest. He does get caught sometimes like that height does affect, like does affect the make, make him force into some bad throws and some bad decisions. So, but yeah, but like, you know, Konami, Konami code quarterback, fantasy gold. Uh, so,
0: yeah, I think he was QB number two behind yours. Truly Josh Allen last year. Um, yep. and he, he, I don't, I don't even have anything negative to say about him. I mean, we talk about that sophomore slump, um, Possibility, and he just blew right through. Oh it, yeah, so. he
1: crushed it with his rushing potential. He freshman year, or for, well, rookie year, he rushed for uh, 544 yards and four touchdowns. Next year, 819 for 11. I mean, that's just ridiculous, and passed for more yards too. So he's only yeah, going to get better.
0: He's got such a safe floor. There's just no way it comes yeah. down too much. Um, and I, I didn't watch a ton of Arizona this year. I mean, it's kind of hard to watch them. Um, to be transparent, but the little bit I did watch. I felt like he passed the eye test. He looked better than he did his rookie year. Oh
1: yeah, definitely, most definitely. He definitely got better, and I think it's just um, with Cliff Kingsbury, and since that offense is so uh, he's so accustomed to that offense already, it's think it's accelerating his growth.
0: Yeah, I, I like the offense. I like, I like. I think it's a QB friendly offense for him. So, yeah, yep. and can't say enough about him. Uh, Justin Herbert, obviously one of the steals of the draft. We kind of talked about that in our first couple episodes this offseason. Hobbs kind of lucked into it there. I mean, he made the pick, but everyone kind of passed on him, and there's no reason he should have lasted towards the end of the first round, and Hobbs kind of reaped the benefits there. So he looked like the real deal. Um, I think he's, like we kind of thought about last episode, he's not quite a blue chip. He's probably knocking on the door. Mm -hmm. Um, If he can can sustain what he did, um, he's probably there because –
1: Yep. That's yeah. about a bit. Like, yeah, if he if he if he puts up the same year he did last year, uh, he'll he'll I mean he'll be he'll be a you know top five dynasty or quarterback for sure. I mean his potential is all there. Six foot six, runs really fast. You know because he had two hundred thirty four rushing yards on fifty five attempts. I thought he could have. I mean he looked like he looks like he could have any more. But you know four thousand passing yards as a rookie with thirty one touchdowns and only ten interceptions. He did. You did great. And credit to uh, the head coach over there who is, uh, I'm sorry, he got fired and now the offensive coordinator for the lions. Uh, Interesting, but whatever, you know? So yeah. uh, Interesting how uh, you get get your rookie quarterback to do that well and you lose your job. So.
0: Yeah, it is surprising. I mean, it is a weird thing. you were it was like the quarterback was performing at a high level but they were still, like, losing games somehow. Yep. It, was a, it was a weird situation there. So Yeah, I'm used to it being an Alliance yeah. fan. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about a guy entering the blue-chip category, you got to take guys out. If you look at the top five, I would say Josh Allen, Kyle Murray, Patrick Mahomes are locked in. The other two is Deshaun Watson, who I think we can all safely say isn't going to be a top five next year. He's
1: kind of on the hold right now.
0: Yeah, he's probably not going to play, so – uh, I think Dak Prescott, you got you got to probably automatically assume he's going to be in that list, and then the only other guy is Aaron Rodgers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in a dynasty, you're probably taking Justin Herbert over Aaron Rodgers right now. So, mm-hmm. he's he's probably top top seven, top eight dynasty QB if you were to draft right now.
1: Yep, and we'll see what he does next year in that uh, sophomore year, and see what the with the defenses throw at him in his second year. Um, if he overcomes that, um, Hobbs is pretty much set in the QB department for years to come.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, two really young players. So probably his strongest position here. We can move on to the next Here, It's going to be the running back position. We have Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders. Uh, we'll say Gio Bernard, who just got signed by the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Tom Brady's today. And I guess maybe Rashad Penny we can throw in there to talk about. Other than that, he doesn't really have anyone. So I think just those those four those yeah. Five.
1: Yep. I I'd agree.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: obviously Al Camara speaks for himself. Even though, like you know, I I feel like, uh, yeah, I mean he he has actually had his uh, he had his most productive year this year. So that's what he went off this year. Had an incredible season. Um, it was last year that he kind of fell down a little bit. Um, just in like the rushing yards department. But this year he had 932 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns. Seven hundred and fifty six uh receiving yards, five touchdowns, just an all purpose player. Hundred and seven targets as a running back with eighty-three receptions. I mean, this is the this is the type of running back that you want in today's
0: uh fantasy world. Yeah, definitely. I think I think a lot of people kind of complain when Drew Brees was out, you know, the the volume wasn't going to Kamara, but he still put up almost like, you know, high double digit. Like 16, 18, 16, he's, you know. Yep. I don't know there's too much to complain about. I feel like he's still getting the volume. and Yep.
1: You could expect um, regression, actually, next year for the performance that he had this year, I think.
0: Well, yes and no. So, I think his overall fantasy uh, output was, like, totally skewed by the six touchdown week he had in 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the rest of if you take that one out and look at the rest of the games, that's that's probably that's about like, on par. Yeah, actually, yeah, bit.
1: yeah, yeah. That did that did so skew pro- a lot of things there with that one game. Yeah. So probably so not gonna have a game stops. like that again. But hey, you never know no, with Sean honestly. Payton, you know, he'll take the touchdown when it's when it's there. So
0: Yeah, I mean they were going they they broke the record. I mean, that's what they're yeah, trying no, to do. They were they're not gonna do that every week, but I, I think he's fine even with um Jameis Winston under the under the helm there but, um obviously a blue chip player he's, he's gonna be 26 this season or this uh summer
1: and the other Still thing that's young. really valuable about alvin Kamara here is if you notice is like you know his attempts 120 194 171 187 um those are like you know those aren't rb1 attempts those are like those are like you know those are picked and placed r- rushing attempts and filling in when he needs to. When other guys are hurt, he couples that with averaging over a hundred targets a year. Um, he, he he's gonna last. He's gonna. He, I mean, he's he's uh he's twenty five right now. I mean, he could put up seasons like this for the next five years, no problem.
0: Uh, five years is probably pushing it. There's not many too many running backs that are productive at thirty one, but um. He's- 5, 10, 215, he's not a smallish
1: guy either. Uh, I just think if they if they hold his attempts down and keep him around like the hundred and seventy range, uh I mean I think he could play for a while. We'll see. But you, you might be
0: right. Backs, might be right.
1: I mean, looking at Derrick Henry, for example, who's the polar opposite, uh he, he just had like three hundred uh thirty seventy six attempts, I think, uh just this past year. Uh so yeah, 378 I mean, you, attempts, 303 you've been years before, before that. that so. If
0: you're, you're going to be an outlier, it probably needs to be in the shape, size, and volume load of Alvin Kamara. So you're probably exactly. not a bad not a bad place oh, to put your chip. Or
1: like Derrick Henry in the opposite outlier.
0: <laughs> and he's weird. He got a ton of volume in college, and then not a lot of volume the first like four years in the NFL, and yeah. then a shit ton of volume again. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, he definitely feels like a player who's going to fall off a cliff someday. It's just good luck predicting it. Yep. I just like so. him so
1: much. I'm just going to ride him out and just like I'm going to see Brandon Jacobs in the future. And I see him as like a 12-year running back just falling <laughs> into the end zone like two times a Maybe.
2: game. Maybe. Like or something. <laughs>
0: something like that. What's more than the next two big names yep. here. I think when you look at them, you hear them. They sound really good. It's Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders. But then when you break down these players, they really... They really haven't done it yet. You know, they're yep. both flat, but um, I mean, people look towards 2019 being a big breakout for Joe Mixon. Well, he only scored 200 fantasy points. Hasn't like the last
1: couple years been like waiting for a big breakout for Joe Mixon.
0: Yeah. And it feels like Miles Sanders is the same way. Like he was like super hyped. Didn't do much as rookie year. Didn't do much last year. yeah. And then, like, here we are again. He's still, like, being hyped. He had
1: a decent a decent year, his rookie year. But the second year, I think we can give the Eagles skilled players a little bit of an excuse having Carson Wentz as their quarterback. Um, and once Jalen Hurts took control of that team, um, Miles Sanders started producing uh, a lot better. Uh, but um, I think of those two, I have much more faith in Miles Sanders, um, especially with the quarterbacks. With the, well, I mean – Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon. Here's the thing I don't like about Joe Mixon. All right, so he had 626 rushing yards his rookie year, and then he had two thousand yard seasons on pure volume alone, if you ask me. And then 2020, he had 428 rushing yards on 119 attempts. So he, he was banged up a little bit, missed a little bit. But the thing, the, the play that stuck out to me when I was watching them play um, was there was a goal line run. They ha- they handed off tackle. To Joe Mixon. He doesn't hit the hole and then bounces to the outside. And there's like a cornerback there. And he's just so soft that he just gets crushed by this guy and cannot meet him at the goal line and like break into the end zone. I'm just like, this guy is soft at the point of the tack. He doesn't want to get hurt. This is like a running back to me who's like a total puss, who's more about like, you know, just like, you know, going out and living the life of an NFL player than actually producing like one. Uh, so I think he's a wuss. So I, I, I don't what? like him. So let me
0: get this right the th- the the one thing you don't like about Joe Mixon is he's soft at the point of attack.
1: Yes, uh, especially breaking into the goal line for a touch. Like he can't break tackles. He's a wuss. He he doesn't like to get take. He doesn't like contact. He he can't take it, and it it, it, it stops him from being like a true runner. Like in college, he just ran by everyone and enjoyed like the spread one thing- out offense. He he can't do it.
0: The one thing I don't like is that he throws haymakers and Oh yeah. Well okay, um,
1: right. Well that's the other thing, you know.
0: Mix mi- I would I would argue the opposite. I thought he was very <laughs> hard and powerful at the point of the time.
1: I don't really like it when we don't like it when Joe mixes it up so Joe Mixon mix it, mixes 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 it, mixes it up with the ladies. Oof. I'm sorry. Woof, that was oh, hard. Boy. Yeah, that was I bad. should cut that out, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so yeah, we don't like it when he mixes it up with the ladies, but um yeah, I, I think he's just, I just think he's like not a real running back one, just like the Bengals is like that type of team, too. Like, I mean, I just he's think
0: he's been given,
2: he's to... just one of those players
0: that you make excuses for every year. Like, yep. this is why he didn't produce, in, you know, this year. Yep. This is why this year. And then it's like, oh, I got hurt last year. That's why. And it's like, at some point, they're just not going to do it. And if they do do it, it's for like a year, you know? So yep. I don't know. He looks good on paper. I'm not on board um i don't like him he's I've, 6'1 I've really on board. He, he runs like he's like 5'8 200 tops like I, he's, yeah. he's a small man like that's what i think about him i've just seen it too much i'm not interested yeah. um i i'm with you if i was gonna gamble on either one of these i'd rather have miles sanders but miles sanders is falling in the same trap man you know year one well he just didn't get the volume year two he gets the volume right. he doesn't do it well the eagles are in shambles which is true but it's like at some point, these players just—they get excuses every year, and it's just—I mean—I think know. you had
1: one like Carryon Johnson, who was just almost there every single time, right. but never had that breakout year, and was just always, always on the Lions. Well,
0: you look—I mean, the great ones do it, right? right you exactly. look at uh, Dalvin Cook was on a shitty team and did it. You know, uh, Saquon Barkley was on a fucking shithole with the Giants and and did it. You know, right. the the good teams or the good players just. They make it happen. Right. And you, know? you
1: watch them on the field, and you're like, they have the it factor, and you're like, oh, they're different. So, And that's what you look for. And that's what you really try to build your team around.
0: We'll see. They both could have good seasons. I, they're both starters uh, on Humberman's roster or lineup, I think. Um, yeah. I'm just – I don't know. I mean, look, even, if they, even if they do it this year, I'm just – I'm not buying in. I'm not a believer. Like, look at – I mean,
1: look at uh, Joe Mixon's rushing touchdown totals for first year eight second year, five next year. He would play a full season both those years, three this year. I mean, he's projected for six. I mean, I think we can name rookie after rookie here who, like, you know, has gotten way more than that already. I mean, Kamara had 16 last year. He has more rushing touchdown than Joe Mixon's had in, you know, his first four years, his entire career first three years of football yeah
0: i mean i don't I don't think you're looking at these guys in the same light but i mean but joe mixon was touted as
1: that that player he, he was, was supposed to be like an rb1 and even on all, all the exactly. fantasy analysts out there he was like oh he's gonna break out he's gonna break out he's got all the touches he can catch it like he didn't do it all but i think he's just on the Bengals, and they never tried to like win maybe that was it
0: <laughs> i agree with you i mean in all Reality though, Hobbs isn't hoping for an RB1. You know, he's hoping Sanders and Mixon can be RB2s. Right. But who knows? Which, yeah. you know, Sanders was an RB2 this year and he wasn't very good. So, yeah. Um, it just depends how are they are they top end RB2s or are they low end RB2s? I mean, that's like a 50 point gap. So, it's true. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. But win let's here move there. on to the uh, wide receiver list here. Mm-hmm. You know, originally going into this, I was like, Hobbs's wide receivers are terrible. Like, this is his hole in his roster. He doesn't have a lot to work with. Um, but once I look at the names, it's it's not terrible. So, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker. And to me, that's it. You can say Sammy Watkins because Hobbs will bring him up. Yeah. But it's really that's it. He has, he has four. Everyone else is just no names that, you know, maybe you can throw them in they'll get lucky. But it's really just those four. So, but they're not they're not terrible. I mean, Julio Jones is sort of at the end of his career. I'm not I'm not sure yeah, he's how much he has
1: left thirty two now and last year he had seven hundred and seventy one receiving yards and on fifty one catches on sixty eight targets. So he went from one hundred and fifty six targets last year to sixty eight, obviously from injury. Uh, right. But, he was hurt
0: most of the year.
1: But uh still but that's what happens sometimes, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I mean, he just turned thirty two. I mean what do you What do you think ends careers? You know, it's injuries. So, wow, look at at back in 2015,
1: 136 receptions on 203 targets for 1,871 yards and eight touchdowns only. Only eight touchdowns. Wow. Uh, But uh, will that be the closest anyone comes to Calvin Johnson?
0: I'm not sure that is the closest or not. I'd have to, I'd imagine someone scored more touchdowns and equal. More touchdowns. Calvin's got I mean, the most can, for
1: yardage in a in regular season. Though. I think
0: Antonio Brown has more impressive uh, years for sure. Oh. But I don't know if he can stay healthy, he's probably going to be okay. I'm just not sure that's the case, but yeah, he's, I, he's
1: projected for 1400 next year. So he's
0: hard for me to even project because if he's healthy, I think he's, do we know what his injury probably. was? I honestly don't know. Hamstrings, yeah. maybe? Uh, uh, I, can't, yep, I can't remember. Yep,
1: it. that's what the injury actually that is listed right now is for hamstring. Yeah. So he probably has to. One of the was
0: was like, he would play, and then he'd leave a couple games. Yeah. So, he's got I hamstring
1: know. problems, and he also is notorious for uh, foot problems as well.
0: So I think he's kind of past those, but yeah, he was. But I just don't even know how to project him, because if, if he's healthy, I think he's probably a high-end wide receiver two. Yep. If maybe not, even a low-end wide receiver one. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd say – I would say you could probably bet on a low end one. If he I'm if he plays his sure. full season and doesn't get hurt, he's a low end one.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I just it's it feels really irresponsible to project that, you know. Right. Well,
1: yeah. He's he's getting a little bit um, older, but like we'll see how he holds up. Some guys can play for a long time, so there's others can't.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Amari Cooper, um, probably a wide receiver one. I think with Dak back you you have to like that offense quite a bit. I think the defense will still be pretty bad. So yep, it'll probably be I think I think it's gonna be tough. I think you're gonna end up having weeks where CD Lamb goes off and Mark Cooper's, you know, a little bit slower, and then you're gonna have the opposite where Cooper goes yep. off and so he may be I mean Perhaps. he's always been a little bit boom bust. Do, think- uh,
1: do you think uh as Cooper do you think Cooper's ever gotten double digits of touchdowns in a season?
0: Yeah, I think he has had boomer bust seasons like that.
1: Nope. He's only got, most he's ever gotten is eight. Okay. So he's got six, five, seven, seven, eight, five, six. So he's or six is projection Actually, he had five last year on 130 targets for 1,100
0: yards. He's, he's, honestly, I mean, I'd be pretty happy with eight touchdowns. Yes, that's yes definitely. definitely. That. That's
1: that's wide receiver. Like 1,000 1, plus yards, eight, eight, eight touchdowns, seven. Maybe eight touchdowns plus is usually wide receiver. The one number, like the big dog numbers, but um, some of them go off and they get into teens. Uh, but uh, but yes, but like, uh, so like he's a definitely a wide receiver. Like again, like probably to me, the lower end wide receiver one range, but so.
0: Yep. I agree with that. I just think it's going to come at a little. And especially
1: with the target competition he's going to face in Dallas with CD lamb, who I think is probably the number one, dynasty wide receiver asset maybe yep and then i think maybe dk is behind him that's maybe biased, but um <laughs> but yeah i but think I, think, number I think cd's number, number one, one but... maybe jefferson's right up there too jefferson probably yeah i don't there. even think
0: lamb's one in his own rookie class let alone all of dynasty
1: i yeah well yeah future like his, his lifetime value i think is like way up there it's for like what he can produce right now you're gonna
0: yeah he's up there
1: um but so like, he's not, he's he's gonna, but like look, yet, they got man. Cooper, they got C D Lamb, they have um I'm sorry, Michael who's Gallup. Michael Gallup, who is a dec- he's a great wide receiver in his own right, too. I mean, that's yep. three wide receivers. And then okay. you have um the, the Blake Darwin. Blake Jarwin and then the breakout tight end that you had on your team for a little bit, and I think you traded Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz had a great year. Also, he's a threat. And then I also like there's the rumors going about uh jerry jones loves uh
0: kyle pitts Pitts. yep wow on top of all that that, you have zeke which you have to think is going to have a pretty fair bounce back and then you have tony pollard that's going to siphon catches so it's like yeah again it's just adding on to that boomer bust that may happen to that team so we'll see um last two here Jarvis landry and Devontae parker I think they're both gonna be wide receiver twos to wide receiver threes. I think they're both gonna be viable starts here and there. I'm um, I'm sure, you know, Parker may get hot for a while and then cool off and same with Jarvis Landry. So Yeah,
1: Devontae Parker is, you know, six three, two sixteen. You know, everybody loved his athleticism, his size. They thought he was gonna be the you know, he's that's gonna be like special, but he just he just hasn't produced and at a certain point, like if you don't produce, you don't produce. Given that you're the number one guy on that team, I know you've had some injuries too, but I mean, when you get targets, I mean he had the one good year in twenty nineteen last year, twelve hundred yards, nine touchdowns, 128 targets. Um, but followed that up with seven ninety-three this year. I mean, he's just to me, I think he's I mean, he he's he's a dud to me. I mean he's like I mean he's not he's a he's a decent two top that top of his is a two. And three, three at the you know usually a three. I mean,
0: to me, he's he's a guy I want. I want both of these players as my wide receiver four or five on my dynasty roster. I don't want to play them. I want to have them on my bench and put in high weeks. That's a great way to have it. Yeah. And you know, you can get lucky and they can they can score a touchdown and 100 yards a week. But you don't want to rely on them week in and week out and definitely a decent pro
1: definitely good like a better pro than he is fantasy uh fantasy producer um but he was just such a disappointment i think for you know fantasy gamers everywhere who you know really are excited about this guy
0: yeah i I like them both it's just i don't want them in my starting lineup every week but next position here arguably as good as his qb position he has george kittle and hayden hurst Mm -hmm. um I don't think we need to speak too much about him. George Kittle, I think is a blue chip player. He was just hurt pretty much all of last year, but um, when healthy gets the targets, I think the big question is what is that San Francisco offense going to look like? Cause while he was gone, Debo Samuel stepped up. Uh, Brandon, Iuke had his breakout party. Yep. Um, there's obviously going to be a new QB in town gonna
1: be a new quarterback.
0: Yeah. I, I think that offense in general, you know, starts with the running game. Who knows if they add someone there? So I think there's some question marks. I think George could all be safe, but he may see a, a small downtick in volume. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yep. I think we were actually talking about this team and we kind of saw it as a lot like uh was it Minnesota's offense? Did we say like that was like the, the same as we we're
0: off there. We we're talking about the Browns. Oh, the Browns being-,
1: being like that. That's right. Oh well, yeah, you know what? Similar. The Niners are kind of like the same team same, as like yeah. as well, you know. Same uh same mind the same vein. So like there's there's a, there's a few mounds to feed, but they're more of a defensive team than they're all, they are offensively. We'll see what the new quarterback that comes in can do for that they could you know they could turn that on a, on its head, you know.
0: Yeah, I th- so I think that's what so I don't I think they run with a rookie QB and I think they probably trade Jimmy G for capital because I think he I think he will have it. Um, so then the question is like you said, they have a really good defense. are they going to protect this rookie through the running game? a good defense. I don't know how much volume is going to be around for, you know, George Kittle, uh, Debo, and Ayuk. I think.
1: I think it's going again, to depend on how that quarterback plays, right?
0: You're probably right, but that's a huge question mark. I
1: know exactly. We don't know how that's going to happen. So, you know, this now quarterback like likes to go downfield. Maybe he doesn't throw the tight end as much. Maybe he does maybe. like to check down and hit the intermediate route. But so I think that's it's kind of like a a mystery or a wild card in that respect of like what they're going to produce at But I'm also interested to see what your opinion is on uh, Hayden Hurst. Is he, is he, is he, is he going to be a, t- a tight end one? Uh, or is he going to produce like he did last year? Kind of just like, you know, whoever else steps in and couples him with that role, are they going to split it and they go each going to produce 400 and 500 yards or, you know, split the touchdowns. Is that what's going to happen? Or what do you think there?
0: Well, I think this is a trick question because he was a tight end one last year. Technically, <laughs> he was tight end ten on the year.
1: Oh, okay. Well, there and, you go. All right.
0: But I think it's tricky when you talk about tight end ones because there's a there's always a pretty big tier break off. You know, I'm not sure you want tight end ten.
1: Right. I guess I should respect in that respect. I should change it as like you know a uh, you know maybe a, more of like a top seven, top five tight end right. player. Is he gonna is he gonna pop for a year where he can produce like. A, like, because he didn't have he didn't have the whole year to himself last year, right? Or did like you know, he had eighty six targets or eighty seven targets. So, yeah, he actually he kind of did. Like, who did, they didn't have somebody else here really that got hurt, and he also kind of like took over a lot there at the beginning of the oh, year. I think
0: so, man, I think they I think they traded for him, and he was the guy. But okay. to answer your question, no, I have I have zero interest in Hayden Hurts. Right. I think he's a good backup tight end on a team like Habs's. Right. I think that's exactly what you want. You know, you can plug him in and get ten points out of him in a tight end premium league. Right.
1: And who knows if a wide um, receiver pulls a hamstring here or there, and and you know you have him to throw him in a random yeah, spot. And then maybe,
0: you yeah, you throw him in. Maybe you know he's going to get yards. He's going to get reception. Maybe he gets a touchdown. He had so he's, year. he's a perfect. He's a perfect backup tight end, um, which fits. A, a perfect need on Homer's team. Yeah. So
1: and, you know, I think I think this guy caught a touchdown against me when I was playing Hobbs, and I was you know, yeah, was not happy about it. I didn't know, anybody, you know right.
0: So. It's it's annoying. It's He's super to annoying play. too. So
1: that's what that's also good. No, it's like when that guy does good against you, you're like, man, come on!" Yeah. So
0: six <laughs> six touchdowns, and yeah, it's like, did he? You know, he didn't have a touchdown for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks in a row. So it's like hits on you. Week, it's like fuck. <laughs> for sure. Probably playing against
1: the Lions too. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, let me pan over here, see what his draft capital looks like. I can't quite remember off the top of my head.
1: I know he has my one eleven this year from our yeah, uh, trade great. for Jonathan Taylor. He acquired to Judy and my one eleven. Yeah. So he has the
0: 111, the 305, and then late picks that we don't care about. So okay. Um, let me. So I went ahead and projected a starting lineup like I always do. Okay. It's not too bad. So we have the QB positions: Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert. Then we have Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon. Wide receivers: Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, and I put Devonte Parker. Tight end is George Kittle, and then the flex spot I put Miles Sanders. His bench, uh, I wrote down three names, Jarvis Landry, Hayden Hurst, and Carson Wentz. Yep. So not a bad overall starting lineup and not a bad um bench. It might be one of the deeper benches actually we've seen, I think.
1: Yeah, you think uh you think Hobbs might make try to make a move in trading his third quarterback like I did, like Carson Wentz, and uh, you know, uh, trying to get by I... and make his team a little bit better in that respect.
0: I think he's 100% trying to trade him. I think his asking price is too high, and he's slowly figuring that out. Well, You know what? Um, We could put that to the league. That's a good
1: question. Is Carson Wentz worth trading for? Well,
0: that's the – you know, so being a rookie season, Hobbs is probably trying to get a draft pick. What is Carson
1: Wentz's value? That is exactly. A crazy, that's a crazy question, man. I don't. I
0: don't know. The question is, at what point would you draft Carson Wentz? Right, that's where his value kind of outweighs the pick. To me, it's probably in the second round somewhere. Oh uh, well, you know what?
1: I'll, I'm gonna hold my opinion on that, and I'm gonna hear what Hobbs has <laughs> to say
0: first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he won't listen to this until after we ask him himself. <laughs> That's yes, right. But uh, to me, it's I can't see anyone giving up a first for him. I mean, maybe no. maybe a contender. Yeah, a, I, be, you, but you'd have to, you'd have to be like Frank Reich or something, I guess. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, or you know, a current second or maybe a future first that would make a lot of sense, similar to um, Sam Darnold. Yeah. There, were, there was there was the pass I mean. last year, man, that I was like, you know, it's just. That's the thing like I you look at his stats and I know I know the stats don't look like that terrible <laughs> they look like okay but you no, watch him play oh my gosh oh. Watch him play and he looked fucking terrible oh my gosh it must have been unbearable i,
1: I, I don't know how the eagles fans can just eat him alive like...
0: yeah he just looked bad
1: <laughs> well we'll get into that later
0: <laughs> um but i i think the starting lineup's good um Obviously, you just answered my next question, which is where'd you go with the team? It sounds like you would, you would probably try and move the QB and and add some other. Yeah, yeah,
1: position. I would try to probably add your third qu- quarterback, whoever you think that might be, because you know in this league, like I, I feel like if you have a shortage or a hole in one of your spots, you think you can't really make up points there. It's nice to have um, that. Uh, quarterback to make up for that, um, but you know what's good is the third quarterback sitting on your bench when he could you could trade him at value, depending on what that value is to a QB needy team in the league. Um, it, it, it's a good move to make, and sometimes you agree to a trade that works out for both teams pretty well.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's also interesting what he does with the uh, one eleven. Um, it's obviously. Going to be a coveted pick by the time the draft comes around. Yep. But is that player he takes there really going to help his team? He's obviously in a win-now win mode. We just talked about how a lot of these wide receivers and running backs are, we feel like they're shorter-term assets. We talk about Joe Mixon and and Julio Jones and Fonte Parker and whatnot. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting how he decides to bolster this team. I almost feel like he needs to take some of these assets, whether it's the 111, Carson Wentz, and – Upgrade some of his positions, you know. Yep, trade Joe Mixon and the 111 for whomever you deem to be, you know, a player, you know, vying for that blue chip.
1: Yep. Kind of go out and get your guy that you think is going to be that next big thing,
0: right? I, I think he really needs to, I think he has enough depth. I think he needs to upgrade the starting lineup a little bit. Yep, that would be exactly. Would be, I, I agree. Be... And
1: I, you know, he had a great year. Like, I, I was looking at it. If I played Cobbs every year, I probably would have like won like. Three weeks or something like that. Uh, so, like, yeah, he put up numbers. Yeah, he put up numbers. So, like, but his team, like, we're still looking at, like, you know, you know, good years, bad years happen. There's ebbs and flows of the league. Like, you know, so one a guy scores. You know, Kyler Murray scored a 390 fantasy points last year. Um, that was awesome. And will really get there again, probably around there, but maybe not all the way there. And it might be the
0: deciding factor in some matchups. You never know. Yeah, I think so too. Well, do you want to get him on an his team? Sounds good. Zach Hoverman, welcome into the podcast. Hey
2: guys, thanks for having me. Um, glad to be on.
0: Oh, look at that. <laughs> Zach, what are you drinking over there, man?
2: Budweiser Select, randomly.
0: Nice. Mm. I like the new intros oh, where everyone's okay. cracking it right at the start. Yeah,
2: look at that. Mine was already open, but yeah. It's kind of like a, a salute. <laughs> you know? that,
0: that was actually mine that I opened, but <laughs> what it actually really doing? backfired on me because it sprayed beer all over my computer when I did that.
2: What are you guys drinking?
0: I have a Market Garden Tangerine uh, Lime Wit, Cleveland beer.
2: Oh, never heard of it. I figured. Okay. All right. Well, I'm uh,
1: I'm trying to reduce some of the uh, carb intake for a little bit, so I'm just drinking straight tequila.
2: Ah, just so. try the Budweiser Select, 99 calories. Yeah. Uh, tequila is like
1: zero. So
0: true. What kind of tequila are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking uh, Espolon Silver Tequila. It's one of my favorite go-to tequilas. Very smooth, very price-friendly, great in drinks or straight.
0: I knew you were drinking that. Espelon I just figured tequila. I'd let everyone else know.
1: <laughs> Too bad I didn't get any Mezco. i looking, but it's apparently hard to find where I am. I, gotta to I got John. your
0: bottle, man. I just picked it up for you.
1: Much appreciated. We'll be probably talking about it and sharing it on the I just the, got the, uh,
0: the Zach box. to try it. I just got Zach to try his first mezcal a couple months ago. Uh,
2: Oh, really? I didn't actually try it like straight, but yeah.
0: What What did you buy, Hobbs?
2: Uh, I I don't know. I'd have to go look at the bottle. I don't remember.
0: Well, go look. This is a mezcal podcast review.
2: Okay, give me one second. Yeah. (laughs) I would say tequila is probably like my
1: go-to. Like it's probably top. Uh, liquor and then mezcal i mean if you want to put that in that same different classification it's probably number two
0: yeah mezcal is a true tequila than, than what you're considering tequila but i had Hobbs pick it up for um margaritas which i think is delicious in margaritas oh yeah yeah
2: it's good margaritas it's bonhez mezcal Artisano.
0: how do you spell that
2: b-a-n-h-e-z
0: Okay, I haven't had that one yet, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, maybe if you like it, you can buy it from me because I have not drank much of it. <laughs> Jeez, we're not trading illicit drugs, yeah. You guys. On.
0: I mean, it's okay not to finish the bottle, Hobbs. You can just keep it for okay. occasional mar- margs.
2: Yeah, you don't have to
1: drink. You don't have to
2: drink the entire bottle. I right think away, I prefer like, regular uh, tequila man, though. As opposed
0: to the Do you? Okay. Is, yeah. Well, then, fine. I'll take it off your hands for sure. <laughs> All right, back into the Dynasty uh, League talk here. Hog for those who don't know you, why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself and and whatnot?
2: Yeah, uh, I live in Dayton, Ohio, a suburb of. I'm married, two kids, Baker and Josie. Um, I went to UD, so that's how I know several of the people in the league. Um, I'm related to a couple people in the league. Uh, Will's my older cousin. Steve's my older brother. Um, I'm a scratch golfer. <laughs> that's uh that's about it pretty happy that's back. it all right
0: so baker so to name your son baker you must your first born son baker you must really love baker mayfield is that well, true he's
2: actually oh first born son yeah um i do i love baker mayfield that's why i don't understand that everybody thinks i hate him like deep down subconsciously i must like him right if you name your son after him you must really fucking like him dude. right that's yeah. why I don't understand why everyone thinks I hate him. But,
0: you know. Well, I hope you like him because you're probably well, going to have to answer that question for the rest of Baker's life.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Hope, uh, I hope he remains the uh, Browns quarterback uh, before your son hits puberty.
0: You're probably better off if Baker Mayfield doesn't remain the quarterback and just, like, <laughs> disappears and no one remembers who he is. Yeah. <laughs> It'd it would be worse it. off if Baker, like, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback or something. It,
1: hey, not a bad, but not a bad name, though, at all in any way. Right, right. like, right, I don't mind. Right. The, like, I think it's a great name, but, I mean, I just, you know, this is kind of funny. It's a bit. coincidence, really. It's a coincidence.
2: It, in all seriousness, like my wife loves the name, that's why the kid's named Baker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. and that's how
1: that's how this shit works. We
0: all know that, right? Well, and I I heard from somebody I don't remember who it was that uh, you named Josie. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I, I think. Uh, but, but but Kendra was on board with that one. Like we were in agreement. The the, 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 oh. the kid the kid's name like the guy's name was much harder.
1: Hobbs. It's okay. Yeah. You could just say that Kendra picked both names.
2: No, I, 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 I think.
0: Well, I, so, so we kind of did this as well. I, I named, I predominantly named Harrison, and then because of that, Harrison's my our our only child. Um, Tiffany pretty much has like Trump rights to naming the second one. So
1: I see. So you exercise your right early. Exactly. <laughs> you so she played was your name, one card. Like, give me this, and then yeah. you know, okay. So you played like you know like the one get your get your get it done card, like you know basically.
0: I did. I played so, my card already. So and yeah, it. and you
1: probably don't have. And there's probably no other cards to be played for like the entire marriage, right?
0: Nope. If she picks Baker, I'm locked in. There's nothing I can do.
2: By by the way, I don't think I've seen you in a couple of months, but I saw a picture on Facebook yesterday, and that that's a nice mustache coming in. I'd like to compliment that.
0: Thank you. I actually just shaved it off this morning, <laughs> so it's no longer there. But I was loving it for a while. Yeah, I grew a a four month beard. I one uh, with the mustache for about a week or two. Well, yeah, you
2: had the, forever, uh, so.
1: you had a good beard going last time I saw you. I, well, you know, I, I've been rocking a mustache for actually like two years now, at least.
2: Yeah, actually, when I saw that picture of John, it made me think like, John and Evan are having a podcast and they're <laughs> mustache guys. Like, this is like the mustache. It was, it was
0: like a thick mustache, too. Like, it was not.
2: John, yeah, you know those you,
0: mustache matter, hairs were like an inch long. You know long. who
1: I think about when I think about you with like, I think about you with a mustache, like a big, thick, um, I'm sorry. Pump the mic. Um, a big, thick, bushy mustache.
0: Yeah, and it
1: was. and who's that guy? Is he the kind of like Parks and Rec or something?
0: Um, yeah, Ron, Ron Swanson. Ron
1: Swanson. Yeah, right. That's like I, 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 that's who I thought of. I didn't know if I had the name right, but God, is it kind of like did you have kind of that kind of look? Or
0: yeah, that's Hobbs.
1: Hobbs. What do you think there? Ron Swanson. Sorry. I, I what's the question again? What are you doing over there, bud?
2: Um. Somebody – I just got my phone blown up by a bunch of – I feel like I'm
1: talking to one of my students right now. Oh, my God, man. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Next question. Did the mustache picture of John look like Ron Swanson?
2: No, not at all. Oh, okay. I mean it was a good mustache, but come on. You can compare yourself to John. John. I, like,
1: I didn't John's make a that funny. comparison. I, I, just I, I, I a no, I've never comparison. seen the picture, so I just thought of that in my head. Like that's what it would, like. That's who I like would attribute it to. Because I think John's hilarious. He tells funny jokes and stuff. And so, I, so I was,
2: like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a good mustache. <laughs> level.
0: I actually thought I was going to keep it for a while, and then like uh, Saturday night, I like showered in the evening and then came downstairs, and Tiffany was just like, "Why the hell do you still have that mustache?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Damn, there you that, go. that was about the end that's of it That's it, but... that's done, done right there Yeah,
0: and I'm not gonna lie, I actually hate having a mustache Like that I th- Evan's got more of that like pencil mustache Yeah, it's mine's not like much, a...
1: much more thin And manageable And I like play it yeah. that way. I have like this gap, you know, I don't grow any hair For some reason in the middle of my lip like, You right did now. the yeah. right
2: thing though If you're gonna grow out your facial hair that long Like you gotta shave it and make a mustache first. Yeah, you gotta at like, least so run well, it for, for a little bit For, sure. for yeah. a day or two, yeah
0: I kept it for like a week or two. but oh, um,
2: It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, mean,
1: I, I kind of like full, it. That's a full try. That's a full try yeah, because you I'm have to let lie. the look adjust.
0: If but, Tiffany had said like, I kind of like the mustache, I would have kept it. But it did not go that <laughs> there way. There
1: we go. There we go. See your pressure from the wife. Yeah.
0: The thing is, though, I hate having like that's my least favorite part about growing facial hair is having the mustache. Like every time you eat or drink, it's like you always just feel like your mustache is touching everything. You know I what? Well, I will say like, trim it up. Though.
1: Yeah. You you have to. There's a lot of upkeep with the mustache sure. because if you For don't sure. keep with it, it's like it it you just feel like something's crawling over your lip, and it's like a disgusting feeling. It really yes. it, it creeps you out, and you're like, what the hell is going on? i'm disgusting everybody thinks it's disgusting you gotta trim this thing up it's like you know spiders are like
2: crawling on the top of your lip or something yeah when it it hangs over your lip that that's uncomfortable exactly you you gotta get that taken care of it was like
0: every four or five days i would need to cut it but i wouldn't get around to it until like day seven and then it was just like i was pissed off by the time i got around to it you know
1: dude, i'm not used to growing like it takes me a while to to my full facial hair length, so like I like don't shave, then it's all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, the hell is going on? Let's take care of this.
0: All right, we so <laughs> far we've been very unproductive talking about dynasty football here. All right, well let's get into um, Hobbs' team here. Yeah, that's all right. We'll get back on track. Hobbs, how has your last two years in a dynasty league been? What's your uh, thoughts on this format compared to keeper leagues, standard leagues, redraft leagues? What do you think?
2: Dynasty, I, I mean, I love it, but you know. I love redraft and I love keeper leagues too, you know. I mean I'm glad I'm in like one of each. So that's If you can only
0: choose one though, gun to your head. What do you choose? Oh
2: shit, man. Jeez. Gosh, If I can only choose one. You know, I'm not really sure there's anything that really beats the standard redraft personally, but this is my favorite league, like, you know, the group members and like the you know, the the activity in it, but I think a standard redraft league would, would be rough to be without every year, you know, mm-hmm. analyzing every player. Like, you're kind of stuck in Dynasty. And even though the rookie draft is fun, like, you can only do so much, you know. All
0: right. Yeah, I'll, just, leave, I'll, I'll leave you to your own opinion.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, I, I agree with uh, um, John's
1: statement I, there. But, like, I I agree where you're coming from. You know, there's, you know, hopefully you to a be. standard redraft I mean, is, like, ultimate random. Um. So, like, is it mixed up? the whole team everything's fixed up every year so like if
2: there's a yes. player i like that's on someone else's team i can't get him you know i mean
1: yeah and sometimes, sometimes that is the way it happens yeah
0: i feel like that's how re- i feel like it's harder to trade in redraft than as dynasty i feel like that's the beautiful thing about dynasty if well, right, you like if you want a player there, you can you can always go get him
1: Yep, you have you have other assets like I, I think i'm a i'm a good example of that this year yeah
0: in a redraft team, like sometimes you just can't get a player. Like it doesn't make sense. Like you're not gonna get, you know what I mean? You, you just can't get them. That or makes, if you want to make a trade for them, it's gonna
1: handicap you in so much that right. you
2: you might not have a chance. Like
1: yeah,
2: I think so. they all have their pros and cons. I guess that's what I'm getting
0: at. I mean I'd agree with you, but that wasn't the question. The question was you can only choose one. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna bombard you until you pick.
1: And the guys. other thing I think about redraft is if you have like one of your top like the worst thing about redraft it's like when your top guy gets hurt.
2: Like it's just, yeah, it's just annoying, man. Then yeah, you're losing. That, and Just that losing. kind of sucks in every league, doesn't it? I mean,
0: not dynasty. You, yeah.
1: you, you
2: have it, teams, You have guys sometime? to recover. You should have your team yeah, built man. up. As Ready
0: long as you go. have your future pick, man, you can yeah, yeah, you can then it, get a isn't top it three worse pick.
2: In dynasty because at least there's more people on waivers in a redraft. You know, there's like nothing oh, on waivers in a redraft. Hobbs, imagine this
0: year. You didn't win, anyways. What if you had lost a couple <laughs> players and then you had like the third or second pick? boom, you had that player to this roster, now you're winning.
1: Yeah. Whew.
0: Instead, you came in like 10th, which is just a loser place to come in.
1: Yeah, we could talk about like you could replace Joe Mixon with Nigel Harris. You're right. He could have been in <laughs> Stud City.
0: Or you could have traded it for more assets. Who <laughs> no. knows? Or I could pull Jason
1: and
2: just tank. You
1: know, we'll get into that and- some more. So, what, so what's, the, what's the next question you have for him, John?
0: Uh, so the next question doesn't apply to you too much. I mean, it's it's team direction. We reviewed your team before we talked to you. Obviously, this is a pretty good team. You're definitely contending. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's where you see your team at.
2: Yeah. Next <laughs> <that the> question?
0: <laughs> well, I guess that was a rhetorical question. You're right. When I you mean, do look at the roster. Perfect,
2: it's not a perfect team, though.
0: It's, it's really not. Amazing. It's not. I mean, I think you definitely have some strengths and weaknesses. Um, what I mean, where do you see your weaknesses being in this team?
2: So, quarterback, obviously, I think you guys would agree is strong. I mean, the starting two guys are, are as good as anybody has, really. I mean, yep. maybe other than you, John, but Sean Watson is probably not going to play. So. Yeah,
0: prior, prior to uh, going into this year, I would have agreed with you, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, tight end, I have George Kittle, so. Yep. And that's pretty, pretty much solid there, unless he gets hurt like he always does, which kind of screwed me last year. Uh, running back, three good guys, you know three one for sure rb1 top five guy and then mix in who i like apparently you guys don't like but (laughs) (laughs) did you already listen to the uh our recording that we
1: on your team that we have well, not you posted. You just said in. replace Mixon
2: with
0: Harris. I didn't say that. I didn't say that.
2: But a little bit of an unknown, but still for sure a starting guy, you know? Yeah. I think, well, I
1: think you're right. Uh, with like, your quarterbacks, you got like two great quarterbacks. Um, you hit well with Justin Herbert. And then um, well, I'm interested in what your uh, position is. What are, you, what are you looking to do with uh, Mr. Carson Wentz here? He's definitely a third starting quarterback on the team you have your third your third best guy supposedly um what do you what are you looking to do with this player are you looking to keep him using his flexibility a little bit of depth or are you looking to uh,
2: move him I mean are you are team? you going to offer a trade for him right now?
0: Ooh, speaking uh, of, I almost, I almost forgot the trade section.
2: No,
1: personally, I've already said a quarterback. I'd probably never offer trade for Carson Wentz, but that's just me.
2: About Wentz, though, yeah. I mean, I would love to trade him. But you guys have done a great job deflating his value. <laughs> <in> that, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no. This, this is your this time. I'm asking you what you think of Carson Wentz. This is your time. To uh yeah, I, I, tell I us mean, what you want. To, if you have any things you want to put out to the league,
0: well, let me get into to the. Give
2: me a first round pick this year for him. I probably trade him, but I'm not gonna. It's not worth it to trade him for anything less. So
0: let me mm. let me get into the trade section of this yeah. podcast. Okay,
1: speaking of trades, let's do
0: it. And I, then I, we really got to do better about offering the trade at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. That <laughs> <I happen> through. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so Hobbs, I'm gonna mix it up for you this this week. Okay. Since you're I think you've classically been the most critical of all of my trade offers. So for this week, I'm gonna <laughs> well, let you a offer couple of me. Trades,
2: though, so, I mean.
0: I'm gonna let you offer me a trade and I can accept it or deny it on the on the podcast. Oh
2: god. We know you're a wheeler and dealer. Yeah. You look at your team. Like
0: a- you got it all figured out. So let's hear this grade A trade and then uh we can all make fun of you uh this week in the group chat. <laughs>
2: All right, so I'll give you Wentz 111 and next year's first for Watson. Wow. wow.
0: Okay. I'll think about that the rest of the podcast.
1: Okay. All okay, right, that that is um, to me that'd be a, a blockbuster style trade and I would need some time to assess the value of that, but it's hops. It's definitely man.
0: selling low that's on a, Watson.
1: That's a that's a that's a trade right there, man. That's a
0: trade right there. Think about it. I will think about that. So that kind of leads into. The, I mean, Evans talked about it a little bit. Obviously, you're willing to trade Carson Wentz, but it sounds like you're not. Well, searching out to trade him or.
2: So the people that are, would be that need Wentz most, really. I mean, Jason has some interest, but. Not really pulling the trigger and fever is impossible to trade with. So,
1: but it it's yeah. kind of funny. Is like, I think our tr- exact dynasty trade situation is kind of mirrored the NFL. And like, Stafford got traded first, and I just traded him. And now Jason's after the next quarterback who thinks is available is Carson Wentz, who was then moved to Indy, right? Interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Are there any other positions you're looking to acquire or, or trade besides Carson Wentz? Um,
2: there's really – because, you, I mean, like you guys said, I'm kind of contending, so I'm not really looking to trade any of my starters, you know. Um, I would like to improve wide receiver some. I mean – That's what I, I thought, think, yeah. I think Julio and Cooper are, are good for sure. I mean, one of them could finish as a wide receiver one for sure. You know they're probably both at least wide receiver twos for sure.
1: Yeah, we talked about them. They're both. We would say they're both low end wide receiver ones, uh, if not yeah. top I end mean, twos, depending on the year they have. Julio's getting old, and Amari Cooper has, is battling target um, competition with a lot of. But lot you know, he
2: actually he had a great year last year with with everything. Yeah, as yeah. was I mean, yeah. he was great before Dak got hurt. And yeah, after he, was. he, he actually he, he wasn't bad after. There was a few weeks right after where he was bad, but, I mean, he picked it up a little bit. And then Julio, you know, he was just – the Falcons were a mess last year. Yep. Like, I don't even and know how injured up. he was, to be honest. Like, I think it was just kind of like, let's tank. Like, there's no reason to rush him out there and play him. So, he yeah. only played nine games. I mean, on a per-game basis, he was fine. But he was the same Julio when he played. Yeah, after, we agree.
1: We we after, we talked about him. We agree. With, we, we just got to see what what he's going to do next year and if he if he plays all his games – I think you got to find wide receiver one there with Julio Jones.
2: But after that, you know, Parker, or Parker, I think I got uh Jarvis Landry, um, Sammy Watkins. I mean, th- between those three, are probably I'm picking week in week out who's my wide receiver three. So, so how a-
0: good do you, how good do you think Sammy Watkins is going to be? I just want to hear you talk about it a little bit.
2: I mean, who knows? He could be all right. I think he's I think he's brought in as their wide receiver one though. I mean,
0: yeah, he probably is, but what is what does that mean?
2: Who knows? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think that's pretty much where it's at. Like, so I, I,
2: what? I, th- I think their their offensive coordinator is Greg Roman, right?
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: He was in Buffalo with Sammy Watkins. I think his best year. So I don't know. Maybe there's a little uh, magic there.
0: As Sammy Watkins said, Greg Roman is really going to open up the offense now that he's there.
2: Did he say that? He did. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't even see that quote. I just. What else are you
1: gonna be saying? You want to close it up? Nobody else. Nobody likes things when they're closed. They like things open.
2: <laughs> I think he definitely has value. Oh, though. rapey, like, Evan. Who knows what could happen <laughs> there? You know, I mean.
1: <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that, John. <laughs> think about offenses. Open offenses, spread them out, space. Let Sammy work.
0: Yeah, I'll be Hobbs. I'll be interested to see if you make any moves um, leading up to the start of the season. I feel like you're a pretty active trader, and I, I think I think your team needs some stuff, and I think you see it. And so I I feel like um, if well, I was a betting man, I feel like you might you might make a move or two.
2: Well, I don't know if I necessarily need something. I mean, I think I'm one of a, the top few teams, and you know, with the with with luck, I could win for sure with my team. The way oh, it for is, sure, but.
0: For sure. We were just saying before you got on, I think we think the gap changed a little bit. You know, the, the the bottom four teams are pretty bad, but then the top eight teams, it seems like any of them could win if, if luck goes the right direction. And you're probably in the top four, so probably need a little less luck than some of those other teams.
2: It really hurt when Kittle got hurt last year, to be honest. I think this league, like, it's hard to win without one of the top, top tight ends. But as I say that, Robert didn't really have a top tight end last year and he won, so... I mean, yeah, he went with a uh, wide receiver true. play. So, pretty much, yeah.
0: He did. He trade-raped me for one.
2: <laughs> hey, what was that so, uh,
1: also, coupling on the uh, – you asked him about Sammy Watkins. How do you feel about Dante uh, Devontae uh, Parker?
2: Mm, I like Parker as a player, but it's getting a little crowded there, I think. Mm-hmm. With Fuller, and uh, I don't love to – I liked him. I liked it better when Fitzpatrick was there. If if he takes the next step, I mean maybe, but I I got a feeling they're going to take Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. So I think yeah. it's just going to get more and more crowded there. Yeah, I just. But I think he's as of today, like right now, I think he's their wide receiver one. But I I'm feeling they're going to bring somebody in. Yep. I I would agree with that. Sam, he's
1: their yeah, he's their number one guy, but he's always just hasn't really like lived up to that potential that he was always like brought with him. So. Well, he was
2: I mean, he was great last year or not plus yes, 2019, 2019 he was, he was great. great. And then yeah. In 2020 he was good too, but I just, He was okay. I you know, 800 more 800. more better than
0: it's more Tua than him, though. I mean, the whole offense really clicked when Fitzpatrick was in, right. and it really yeah. stalled out when Tua was there. So I'm not sure how much you can beat him up for it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I, no. I, I'm with you, Hobbs. I like him. I don't know if he's in the long-term future for Miami is the question. Well,
2: they signed him. I don't know how much longer he's under contract, but it's a few years. I paid thought he
0: signed a two-year contract. Uh, no, I going think it was Lush. like
2: a four-year, $40 million. Was it? it was okay. big, yeah. Oh. oh, wow. Okay, there you go. I don't know. So he's, he's, he's paid and he's going to be there a few years. I just, well,
0: Fuller's just a, a one-year contract too, right?
2: Is it a one-year? I, I didn't see that one.
0: I think so. So, I mean, it could easily be Parker and another guy. I mean, Parker would probably fit more as a wide receiver two on a team anyways. So I, I wouldn't hate that. So.
2: I think Parker's got more of the skill set of like a possession guy, you know, like Fuller's more of like a hit him deep, you know, I think Parker's, are, I I think, yeah, I think he's still the number 1 wide receiver.
0: Oh no, I was talking about like Parker and like a a stud rookie coming in, like a Jamar Chase. I could see I could see those two in the long term still being just fine.
2: Yeah, I mean maybe. We'll see. I think he still has a lot of talent. Like he has wide receiver one talent. I really believe that. He was hurt all last year too and and still put up pretty good
0: numbers. Yeah, I like him as well. Um all right. Any other roster dissection you want to do? Any anyone else you want to talk about, Hobbs? Um,
2: no, not really. All right.
0: Um, well, who is the worst Hoverman and who is the best Steve?
2: Yeah, is this like going to be a question, question for for everybody, huh?
0: Yeah, I love this question.
2: Um, worst Hoverman or least awesome Hoverman? Um. I would say I would say Lisa Awesome's will. Well, the question was worst.
0: I'll take Lisa Awesome. That's, Lisa that's awesome, almost the same thing. Mean,
2: keep it nice. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: It's family after all. Come on. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm yeah. sorry. My uh, apologies.
2: Will Will actually true story? Um, I got married in Lima, Ohio, which <laughs> you know nowhere close to Akron, Ohio. But somehow he managed to be five hours late to my wedding because he drove to Akron, Ohio instead of Lima, Ohio. So I think that pretty much makes him the worst
0: <laughs> for um, someone who's grown up and happened, probably huh? lived in Ohio his entire life. Right.
2: Yeah. That's, that's pretty bad.
0: I can't even, I would love to hear his excuse for it because I, I can't.
2: Blamed it on his wife.
0: Oh, wow.
2: Blamed it on his wife. Hmm. Yeah. I think he's a regular put in, Joe Nixon, put in, huh? Like St. Michael's church and they put in St. Michael's church in Akron, Ohio and stuff. And
0: nobody looked up at the road signs. Yeah, like that,
2: that's sun? kind of what it gets me. It's like you think you like see like a town nearby. Like this doesn't look right. We're going in the wrong direction.
0: Like, damn, why is the sun in our eyes the whole way to Lima? <laughs> <laughs> but
2: yeah, that alone makes Will the worst haberman. He's just a good husband. Listen to his wife.
0: I guess. Not a good husband. He's blaming it on his wife. <laughs> a good husband knows a sense of north, south, east, and west.
2: I also learned recently, apparently, or like he- type in GPS
1: name Google Maps. <laughs>
2: Right, yeah, it's pretty bad. I also learned recently. Apparently, he he was historically bad in Little League baseball. Like he hold, held a record or something for strikeouts before junior high. Wow! Um, it does sound like the worst. They kept track then, of that
1: stuff when he was doing
2: that? I, that. That's what I said. I'm like, dang, that's, that's kind of mean to say you struck out more than another fifth grader. But and then then his his twin brother played college baseball, so I mean, ooh,
0: that's, ouch! It's
2: pretty rough. So yeah, I would say Will's the least awesome Hobberman.
0: If we ever do a live rookie draft, I'm gonna bring a t ball set up just to watch Will strike out. You know what
1: would be great, Sean, is like we can set it like a little table, set it up, and like we can just have like little we can have like a little competition going on with some various games to test out who is truly the best Hobberman during the draft.
0: Well, I think we know who would lose at those competitions. So yeah. Who's the best Steve Hobbs?
2: Best Steve, uh, I'm gonna say my brother. <laughs> Good. Fair positive. enough, and I don't know Steve M. Did I? I don't even think I've ever met him. Like, well, I do I have
0: breaking him. news. Out of I, I texted Steve M. Like I don't know a month ago.
2: Yeah, and
0: he just responded to me today. So I, I texted him an inquiry about does he want to um, come on the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> he texted me back today this afternoon saying there's a podcast question mark. Hell yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait wait wait! hold on so wait there's he steve hoberman there's steve swazi but there's another steve
0: yeah that's why there's a question there's three hobermans and there's on, three Evan. Steve.
1: this is like how many podcasts oh, you shoot, man. this
0: is embarrassing i
1: didn't know there was another steve does he <laughs> steve talk Swaz- we literally, Swaz-
2: we literally
0: Swaz- talked, here, talked about him like jason named him as the best steve uh two episodes ago oh
2: why, why is the question so why is the question
0: phrased worst hoberman but best steve um so i just decided to ask will who is the worst hoberman and then i just you on just the spot vary question of,
1: type you can't just like who's the best i had to not.
0: i came up with the polar opposite on the spot and asked yeah. who the best steve was
1: That's that's like good teachers they ask varied question types to make sure yeah. you're listening and reading the question to get a proper oh, answer okay
0: so, yeah, anyways, breaking news. Steve M has responded after a month hiatus. He now knows there's a podcast and he will come on with us in the upcoming weeks.
1: Okay. Awesome. So
0: this is great. We're actually getting both Steve Swazi and Steve M uh the right. two the unknowns of the league.
1: There we go. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, Hobbs, one last question. I've been meaning to ask um the last couple of people this and I keep forgetting to ask it, but who is the one player on your roster that Like no one else is really talking about, but like in your mind you think is gonna be like uh, you know, a contributor in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one, excuse me. Good question.
2: So are we talking like out of nowhere or just somebody I think is gonna like exceed expectations?
0: Yeah, like the one guy who you think like the rest of the league is probably just like you know, skipping over, but you're like in your mind you're like this is he's gonna he's gonna break out or he's gonna, you know, be a contributor.
2: I think Joe Mixon's gonna have a big year. It's only twenty four. Bengals offense. The offensive line should be improved. I mean, their defense sucks. You know, Bernard's gone now. I think he's gonna have a huge year.
0: Okay, I don't think he's someone people are skipping over. But... Well,
2: that's what I was asked, though. Exceeding expectations oh. or
0: no? Yeah, I mean, It's fine. I mean, I, I get it. You, there's you definitely
2: expectations good. to be exceeded. That's for sure.
0: It sounds like you think he's gonna be like a you know a higher end running back one based off of that comment. Well, I think um, he's,
2: I think most people would say he's an RB1 anyways, but I mean, I think he's, yeah, higher end RB1.
0: I think most people say he's an RB2.
2: Really? Yeah. I mean, he'd go top yeah. 12 in a redraft, I would think. I wouldn't think. Mm. Mm. This year? No. I don't know. He had a weird foot thing last year. It's like a nagging injury. He also is a wuss at the He only goal. played six games.
0: So. I mean, all right. I'm going <laughs> to give you a list of He doesn't of go hard
1: at the point of attack.
0: And you tell me, you tell me Hobbs, you tell me Joe Mixon or these guys. Okay, sure. You ready? Alvin yeah. Kamara. Oh, Kamara. Derrick Henry.
2: Derrick Henry, yeah. Dalvin Cook. Cook.
0: Aaron Jones. Mixon. Really? Yeah. Well, we can stop there cuz that's
2: <laughs> Who else you got on that list? I
0: was going to say Jonathan Taylor.
2: Jonathan Taylor.
0: Um, probably Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Zeke. Nixon. Squan Barkley. Nixon. CMC.
2: Oh, well, CMC! Come on.
0: I mean, you just chose him over Aaron Jones. So who fucking Aaron knows with you? In-
2: <laughs> Aaron Jones was pretty good last year. AJ Dillon's gonna be getting more work next year. We all know it. Maybe. Huh. Deeds.
0: So you, you have him at RB seven, so you know.
2: Yeah. That's
1: I think. Uh the other
0: the other two I could name is um Dobbins, Swift, Chris Carson, and uh CEH.
1: Uh hey Hobbs, off the spot, would you say yeah. that um Joe Mixon has ever gotten t- in total double digit touchdowns in a season?
2: Uh he's always fucking hurt, it seems like. Some Rushing kind of and receiving together. I mean, if he did, it would have been 2019 because he only played six games last year. In- You're gonna tell me no, he didn't. I'm sure. In
1: 2017, he had four touchdowns. In 2018, he had nine. In 2019, he had eight. In last year, he had four. So he's never Bengals. scored they, double touchdowns. Well, he only played touchdowns. six
2: games last year. I mean,
0: yeah, I don't really care about that stat either. The Bengals were not putting. It a means blood he touchdown. doesn't. He did. wasn't he the goal line did. man.
2: He practically didn't play last year. So, I mean, in Dynasty, I think that's a good thing. They paid him, you know. Yeah. Keep his body fresh.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: No, the big was uh, he doesn't play every year. This guy should be scoring a lot more points. He
2: actually should be really fresh because I'm sure he was suspended for a while after that college <laughs> incident. So, probably hasn't got a lot of carries in general. He,
1: he, he better not hold out and try to trade because he's going to be on the mis- massage table, too, doing God knows what. <laughs> Right, <laughs> he's just beating women into like submission instead.
2: Like, yeah, I, I guess we should probably give <laughs> stop giving John shit because he's on my team.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna ask you my last question of uh, the night. Um, do you think Joe Mixon is soft at the attack or hard at the attack? The point of it, you can inter- yeah. interpret that however you'd like. Yeah,
2: are we talking about it on a football field or what?
0: <laughs> interpret it however you'd like, man.
2: Um, medium on attack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Boo. <laughs> All right, Hobbs. I am going to not so respectfully decline your trade offer. Hmm. I think what does it for me is just your 21 first is pretty low. And I honestly don't know what to expect at the 111. I think there could be a tear break there as far as the talent. Um Did
2: you actually look so- that up or are you just, just saying that?
0: I already have like my own draft board, man, of the rookies. So obviously depends how the NFL draft goes, but.
2: Yeah. But don't you think there's going to be four quarterbacks taken probably?
0: I do. Yeah. That's part of the problem. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get a QB there and the running backs and wide receivers and tight ends only go so far. Yeah. I think what John's saying is that the the guy that
1: he wants is may or may not be there. So he's. Yeah. So
0: I I think that, that sucks. I'm not the biggest Carson Winston fan. So that's risky. And then, you know, we just talked about how you're a top four team in the NFL. So your your 2022 pick is probably going to be late as well. So that's what does it for me. If the, if the first were higher or even mid, I think I might consider it. But they're just too low of first for me to consider.
2: Okay, so why don't you do the first ever counter trade then on the podcast?
0: Okay, I will counter you. I will counter Carson Wentz. For my 2022 first.
2: No. Declined.
0: Okay. There we go. Live on the podcast. Two declined trades.
2: <laughs> Is somebody going to accept one of these? Exciting them? stuff. Exciting stuff.
0: Yeah. What, Evan, would you have accepted either of those trades?
1: Uh, You know, I think they're both uh, decent trades. I, I mean, Hobbs trade that he offered you was very interesting. It's definitely more of like a a futures building trade if you're looking to do that. But I think you're fairly competitive. I think you, I mean, if you're going to um, give up some of that, like you, you'd, I mean, I don't know what you're planning to do right away. I mean, I think that might hurt your team this year more than it will help it, but it will help it more
2: the next coming years. So, but, but, but would it hurt John's team next year? Cause I think it would help this team next year is what is Watson going to play? Probably not. I think
0: Watson's not playing much this year, but then I think he comes back next year.
2: Right, of course. I mean, so the grand scheme, you he did are like, helping your team next year. Though. The
0: grand scheme of what he did is like bad, but he didn't like rape anybody. Like the NFL is not going to kick out one of their stars for putting his penis against someone's wrist. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's more of an embarrassment than anything else. Like, not to downplay it, but it, NFL yeah, players have done terrible it. things. <laughs> NFL players have done terrible things and like in the grand scheme of it, this isn't going to get him kicked out of the NFL. So yes, it's a year hiatus, but he's going to be back next year, hopefully with a better Houston roster or somewhere else. So what am I gaining? Right. Cause
2: you, you think he's going to be on Houston?
0: If he, I don't know. I don't know. But so he, Watson's not helping me this year. He's going to come back next year and probably help me a lot Versus, I'm not getting much from Hobbs this year and future well, picks that probably aren't going to help me either.
2: So, I'm a little higher on Wentz probably than you are. You are. It just doesn't make sense for me to trade him, though, for anything other than, you know, at least the first round pick this year. I don't think. I mean,
0: yeah, I don't know how, I don't know if you,
2: I'm not sure how I could justify anything less. I mean, for trying to compete, you know, I mean,
0: well, it just depends. If you, if you, you don't need Wentz, right? So, you're looking to move him in general because you don't need him. So, he's just wasting away on your roster. So you're trying to get some sort of asset for him, right? I don't know if you, I don't know if you've offered him to the whole league for their first or not. I mean, a player's value is only, only equal to what the rest of the league's willing to pay for him. So if no one's going to give you a current first, then what's what's the fallback?
2: I think maybe somebody could. If I will see, but I mean, don't you think that a competing team might lose a QB this year? I mean, we'll see. And then if he plays well, start the year, then all of a sudden his value is more. So.
0: Good, so then what are you going to, what are you going to get? team
1: has a replacement quarterback and or player
2: to uh, play. Not this necessarily. Play. I mean. Well, Hobbs, what
0: are you going to get for him at that point? Uh, a current first, which is a 2022 late first from a contender, which is, I just offered you. Little, maybe
2: something a little more if he's playing well.
0: Maybe, maybe. I'm just saying, I don't think the 2022 first is that bad of an offer. I mean, I finished fifth this year. I hope to finish a lot better, but we just talked about how Deshaun Watson is not going to play. So I don't know. That that pick could end up being higher than maybe we think.
2: So I had I have Evans twenty twenty one for I have this year's Evans year first and I mean I was hoping it'd be a little bit better than one eleven so I mean things happen you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have no faith yes. <laughs> about that trade. What do you how do you th- how do you feel about that trade that we made? Back then? Um. I think my logic was correct on it. I mean, it didn't work out. But I traded, what did I, I have your 20, 21 first. And, then you and Jerry Judy, Judy,
1: who was the Jerry one. Jerry Judy, yeah. who was
2: probably pick one, what? One seven, nine or one ten. Yeah, I mean, so that's a good trade. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I overpaid at the time. I thought I was going to get an aggressive offer. For,
0: for the league's reference, that was Evan traded uh, Jerry Judy, which was the 109 and his 2021 20, first, which became the 111. For Jonathan Taylor, who was selected, what, the 103?
2: Yeah. To take this into context, though, I got that pick because I traded fucking Cortland Sutton to Jason in another yeah. trade rate. Who I had. <laughs> Cortland Sutton. Oh, that's funny. What a full for. circle. <laughs> yeah, literally, traded. he traded me pick 103 for Cortland Sutton. What an idiot.
0: Yeah. What an idiot.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I traded Cortland Sutton for Jonathan Taylor?
0: Kind of? Uh, sort of? Maybe? He traded... I don't know. What did you trade Corden Clutton for? No, I don't know I traded. Trade. Him for. So literally, we're actually—I've traded we're, about
2: everybody that's come across my team, so it's hard to yeah. keep track of things. But we're
0: actually going to do um, after, so we're going to finish up these roster breakdowns before our rookie draft. That's kind of the deadline. So we're going to be doubling up a few uh, podcasts per week to get them done, and then after that, me and Evan are going to go on like a deep dive and review all of the um, previous trades, kind of like we did. Uh, at the end of one of those other episodes, yeah. and uh, in, in 2020, there was a lot more trades. So we're going to kind of break them down and, and talk about them a little bit. I think that'll be fun to do.
2: Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: So, all right, Hobbs, uh, any last words to the league?
1: I got one, I got one more thing for Hobbs here. Here's a off random trade offer here.
0: One more. Oh, right. oh. oh, yes, three trade offers in a in a podcast. Yes. This is a record.
1: All right, it's gonna be a, de- a depth piece for a depth piece. Okay.
2: Okay. Let's
1: hear it. Um, I'm offers. I'm offering. Your choice. <laughs> <for> <laughs> Kiki Cutie,
0: Hunter okay. Renfro,
1: Josh or Josh Reynolds or David Moore, all backup wide receivers, wide receiver,
2: fourish types, for Rashad Penny. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's a hard pass. Okay.
1: I I mean, we we'll, Josh we'll Reynolds just re-signed re-sign, with the Titans to be the number two wide receiver.
2: I know, but I, it's not worth it. To, I mean, Penny probably might not be anything, but he could. You never know. He was starting mm-hmm. to play better before he got hurt. He I think if you offered
0: play. any of those four for, like, Joe Bernard, it would have happened.
2: Ah, uh, well...
1: I already have I a mustache myself. I don't think I need anything else, any other mustaches in my life.
2: Plus, so. Evan, depth, depth trades are boring. Come on. Yeah, the they are boring.
0: Don't true. come All out right. here Bog with me. Okay,
2: okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, understand. I understand.
0: All right, All right Hobbs, we're, I think we're doing Jeff Pantano's team next. Any, oh, that um, would be fun. Any words on his roster or his team?
2: Yeah, any thoughts? I think he's trade-raped Jason a couple times. Oof. Mm. Past yep. month that that was good for him. um Other than that, I don't really know anybody on his team. He's, I, I remember it's not a very good team though. He had a couple Seahawks, maybe Tyler Lockett, Carson. Nobody, nobody. I think knows. he has some
1: vets on his team that are nobody really great you know, accumulated a few oh, injuries he here and in
2: there. Me last year, big time though. So I did not like that. <laughs> he's got. Lam- I traded him Lamar Jackson for Zeke and. Yeah, that was a bad
0: trade. That was a bad trade. I don't understand why you made that because Zeke was coming or uh, Lamar was coming off of like a historic year, and you just like dumped him for an old running back. It was it was a weird move. Yeah,
2: he I got trade raped. I think especially I definitely- after you
0: were trying to you're trying to trade rape me for like selling L- Lamar Jackson to me, after uh, you already trade raped to get him in the first place, which is a pretty shitty move by you.
2: So. So I just made that trade with Jason and got Kyler Murray, and I thought I could, you know, get rid of a quarterback, and I was trying to like create a super team. So I'm like, I'll get Zeke, make a super team, and that that was a huge mistake.
0: I think you jumped the gun. So is that giving you hesitation to not trade Wentz? Is that what's happening?
2: No, I just think I understand the value of quarterbacks a little bit more, and like you said, it was like literally a historic year. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean it it I mean
1: that year was better so, than any year that Michael Vick ever had.
2: The yeah. the worst part about that trade is I think like last second he was like, No, I won't have any running backs and then I, I threw in Raheem Mostert. So yep. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so bad.
0: The weird thing was, so I remember you offered him to me and I was like, I don't think I can afford him. You're like, Yeah, you can. I want like Josh Allen and two first or something like that, which my first was like the one oh five or something last year. God, I finished in the 105 back to back years, that's terrible. <laughs> um anyways, and I was like, no, I can't do that. And then you like turn around and just shit him off for Zeke. I was like, what the fuck?
2: Well, I mean, and then Zeke looked like shit last year, so I was like in panic mode there.
0: So yeah, yeah I know that was a bad me. Trade.
2: <laughs> That was a bad trade.
0: I'm actually excited about Zeke. I think he's going to be I think he's going to bounce back.
2: He's going to be on the Cowboys for one more year and he's going to get cut, but he's going to be that a might happen. I don't him. know. He knows who'd be playing for if we lose a couple more though.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll
2: see. I right, guess like we wrap this up. Yep. All right.
0: All right, man. Thanks for coming on. It was a good time.
2: Yep. See you guys. Yep, Have Have fun. Ob's good talk. Peace. Later. Later, guys. See ya.